Good afternoon. It's February 8th and it's actually two in the afternoon. Um, I'm outside of a Hoosier. Mark ran in for an appointment and I realized I didn't do my Monday morning podcast because he was home from work and it kind of threw my schedule off. Like we still did our homeschool history and logic and read A Wrinkle in Time because that's the book we're currently reading. And then, uh, you know, did our morning stuff and chores and breakfast and teeth brushing. And then we had Miles watch the kids while he ran out here. So I was like, shit, I guess while I'm sitting in the car, I kind of came out more for moral support because I know I can't go in with them. I thought I would do my podcast. So unfortunately, what I don't have are my notes because we did the uh, week six of the whole um, science of well-being. You know, I keep saying science of happiness course, but same thing. And I finished up week six. And I know last week I talked about how they talk, how the course was telling you that, it, you know, this time affluence that, you know, people tend to be happier when they spend more time doing the things they enjoy versus doing things that earn them money. Although unless you're happy when you have money, I guess some people are. But anyways, she, I kind of went back over the six weeks and I actually had took the time to like bullet point little like things so I could kind of talk about it with, I guess in more detail, but I left it at home. So anyways, but speaking about the whole month of self-love and what we're doing, this is week four for us now going into week four tonight. We're kind of both have a cold. Like my husband gets tested for COVID twice a week at his nursing home. He's been negative, but my son had the same symptoms last week and it was very COVID-y. Like my oldest son, he had a sore throat. He had a headache. He had a cough. He was wheezing, short of breath. He even had some GI, gastrointestinal upset. And so, you know, by the time he had the symptoms over the weekend, then Monday he calls his doctor, then he gets set up with a video conference call on like a Tuesday. Then they set him up for Wednesday to go to the testing center. So like in my head, he had enough viral load. If it was positive, it would have shown and his was negative. So it looked like he just had a cold and he's already feeling better. Of course, now with the whole transmission, myself and Mark are both feeling the same symptoms of feeling like junk, which is why I accompanied him out to Beechwood. I didn't want him to come alone because he's, you know, he started a couple days before me. I'm just starting this morning. So I thought I should drive him out here so he could see his, you know, doc and it's just cold symptoms. Anyways, we're supposed to be week four of running tonight. I don't know how well that's going to go. And we're both feeling like shit, <laughs> but uh, week four of running. So that kind of goes into the whole happiness and the self-love. Like we're exercising three times a week, doing cardio for at least 30 minutes. And then two times a week, we're doing yoga. I mean, I do feel good afterwards. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to be that person that's like, can't wait to fucking hit the gym. Like, I know I'm doing like a dude bro voice because that's who I figure talks like that. Like, I will never be that person. Like, I I, I knew, I know when we were in jujitsu, there are people that were like, this helps my anxiety. Me, and I get it, because like, when you're, when you're in jujitsu and choking people and being choked and running so ragged, you were exhausted. Like, you didn't have time to like, fret and worry and be anxious. Like, you have to be in the moment. Like, someone's choking you. You can't be like, oh, did I get that electric bill paid? I wonder what I'm gonna make for dinner. Like, you, yeah, you're not thinking of that. So I get that, like, everybody has their thing that helps them. But like for me, the running, like, I guess when we're running, I'm like, yeah, I need to work on breathing and how many fucking more seconds or minutes do I have to run? But afterwards I feel great. Like afterwards I feel accomplished. So like knowing that I just know it sucks to do it. I know it sucks doing it. But then afterwards I'm like, yay, I did it. So that's kind of how I, you know, go with exercising. And it's like this whole couch to 5k app and I'm doing it with Mark at home and then we're going to, I already like signed up to do a uh, mud run in August. 
like let's hope i don't know if i'll have to be wear a mask with running with a whole bunch of people but it's in jefferson some dirty girl mud run and my one friend who lost her husband recently she kind of called me and said i want to do this so of course i'm like fucking yes let's do this together so we're doing a mud run and then we're supposed to train me and her starting in the spring to get a little bit more in shape so wish me luck on that I mean, I may be walking the fucking mud run and falling a lot because I'm clumsy, but you know, I haven't done a 5k in a few years. Um, what else? So exercising for self-love, I'm still sucking at the sleep thing. Like they talked about exercise, sleep and eating right. Uh, sleep eludes me like it always does. Um, I had mono twice in the last year and a half and I've got really great sleep. Pretty fucking wonderful. I mean, everything else sucked about it, but like sleeping so much was just like, oh my God, I got nine, 11 hours of sleep. This is amazing. And now I'm back to like, fuck, I was up at, you know, from 11 o'clock at night to one in the morning and I was up until six in the morning. And then I went back to sleep for like another two hours. Like, so, you know, two hours at night, two hours in the morning. I just had these really awful sleep problems. So I don't know how I'm going to work on that for my self-care and self-love. Like, I mean, we've done melatonin and Benadryl. I've talked about this, but maybe some kind of nighttime routine of like, it's nine o'clock and I have to get to bed. My one girlfriend, she's just like everybody out of my fucking house. Like this is back in the, you know, when we used to hang out together, she's like, everybody has to leave because I need to fucking go to bed. Like it's eight o'clock, get going. And she was very much strict about her sleep schedule and she doesn't lose sleep. She gets the sleep she needs. And I am so jealous of that because I'm just like, I don't do that. Oh, every time I do this, dude, every time I do this, I forget to shut the alarms off, but you know, you're used to it by now, I'm sure. So sleep, I'm still working on. I don't have any answers or anything updating you on sleep. Uh, eating right. I'm trying this whole intuitive eating thing. I know I'm watching way too much TikTok, but uh, intuitive eating sounds kind of awesome because I do have eating issues. I totally was um, anorexic and high school and I was like 90 pounds, looked like I was 12 years old. Like I wasn't fully formed and even had like a late period. Like I was some athlete, but I wasn't, I was just really malnourished, but, um, I have problems with eating. And so like over the years, I've tried every diet you can think of. And it's like my way of controlling things, but long story short, intuitive eating sounds kind of like what might help people that have eating disorder problems. It's just basically not labeling food as bad or good because I know I do that. I'm like French fries, bad donuts, bad. And it's more about just moderation with things. Like if you want a piece of cake, have a piece of cake. My issue is I'm like, cake's bad, no sugar. And then like after a week or two of abstaining, then like, you know, after two weeks is up, I'm like, I want four donuts. I'm going to eat half a cake for lunch. And then I binge. So I've been trying to do that. And actually I surprisingly have been making good choices with eating. So trying to listen to my body and with all the exercise I'm doing, you know, if I want to eat cake, I eat a slice of cake. And if Although we actually made a homemade carrot cake. That was a fucking process, but it was very good. What else? So eating well, exercising, sleep, self-love. Um, you know, I think last week I talked about hoping whoever the one person might've been Mark that listened. I'm not even sure who listened last week because it was a long one, but it was all about trying to find things that you liked about yourself. So I hope that you came up with 10 or fuck even one. And something I like about myself I was thinking of in the last week is that I'm very, very tenacious. And that has served me well in life. Um, When people tell me I can't do something, but I know I want to do it, I do it. I do it and they don't stop me. 
Um, I could be in a room with like nine other people that are telling me this is the way we all believe and you should believe this way too. And I'm like, no, my convictions are pretty fucking strong. Like I don't agree with you and this is why. And I will argue my point, not giving a shit that I just think you're all nine terrible people because you don't agree with me, (laughs) but, uh, I'm just stubborn. Um, it served me well in my career when doctors were like, Hey, give this med. And I'm like, you know what? I actually looked this med up and because they have an aortic dissection, it said I shouldn't give this med because it can make it worse. It's actually contraindicated. And then the doctor's being like, uh, just give me a second. And then later, cause you know, you got to save face. It's like, uh, well, yeah, I changed the med, but, uh, the cardiologist said you could have given it. I'm like, no, you could have fucking given it. Cause I'm not giving something that tells me you shouldn't. So I actually had a compliment from my boss on that, that because I, look things up because I don't pretend to know it all when, you know, I had to give mannitol this past year to a patient, um, with a head injury. I've been a nurse for over 15 years and I've never given mannitol. So the newer nurse came on shift and said, uh, I got to give mannitol. Do you know how to give this? I said, no, let's look it up. Let's look it up. Let's call the pharmacy. Let's look up the drug book. You know, like we have all these different things we can do. Let's, and we did. And we both hung mannitol in a very safe manner because we took the five to 10 minutes to do that stuff, even though, you know, we knew it had to be given pretty quickly. So yeah, I get compliments on the way I am and that I'm tenacious and I don't, you know, get freaked out when somebody tries to like throw authority at me or whatever. I just probably, cause I don't recognize half the people's perceived authority that they think they have. But yeah, so that would be my good thing that I like about myself. So hopefully you found something you like about yourself. You get your exercise in, you get good, adequate sleep, and you do something for yourself this week. Treating myself, I think I'm going to have sushi. I haven't had sushi. Oh, well, I mean, we did go go to a Chinese place and my older son was like, I'm not getting sushi from a Chinese place because, you know, I feel like that's slightly snobby. Like we fucking live where we live and we don't have a lot of options. But I've been craving sushi, <laughs> so I think I'm going to have to get some this week as a treat for myself. And also, Wrinkle in Time, I'm reading a book, Educated, a memoir by Tara Westover. So totally check that book out, too, if you can. Tara Westover, Educated. Hopefully you're all hanging in there. Have a very safe week, and maybe if I finish week seven next week, I'll have more bullet points to talk about the whole course that I'm doing.